You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watch workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I run in that place didn't take <laughs> biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial. You can also find us on the Martin Houston Radio Network at Martin Houston 35 on Twitter, YouTube at Martin Houston Live, and then on Facebook at Martin Houston Fan Page, as well as Alabama Tradition Tide 109. X's and O Sports and Martin J. Houston personal page. All of those give you access to the program and give you an opportunity to interact with us via chat. And or you can call us on the Alabama One hotline at 205-342-9904. That's the Alabama One hotline. And it is the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9, the Sound of Alabama Sports, your show, your team. Remember that this is a day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone, be the difference you want to see in the world today. we got a wild card Wednesday, so I want to invite you to go ahead and make plans to get in on the conversation. We might be all over the board today uh, talking about uh, Najee Harris. We can talk about linebackers. We can continue the conversation from offensive line from yesterday as we started that conversation, didn't necessarily finish it. We can talk about alcohol sales, uh, like it, don't like it, agree, disagree. New segment uh, uh, trying today is the worst take of the week. Uh, you can get, <laughs> you get uh, give your opinion, uh, the uh, – it's really opportunity for you to get in on that uh, as well. So uh, the worst take of the week, uh, if you want to go out to Twitter uh, and, and, and get your vote in, uh, Jim Weber's uh, saying he liked an idea that Herb Street had that the national championship game should be held in Mecca of college football. And what did he call the Mecca of college football? The Rose Bowl. Uh, is that, 
you know, the worst take of the week. And then uh, made me think, should the college football uh, national championship game, should it have a permanent home or should it move around like the Super Bowl? And another question I thought about today that maybe what would you consider the mecca of college football? Is there a mecca of college football? Because that's a conversation you can have both at the NFL level and the pro level of what the mecca of the particular sport is. So all of those things and more are up for conversation. Let's bring in X. The X is in those sports. Good morning, X. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Doing well. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Uh, lots of conversation to get to uh, this morning, especially on a wild card Wednesday. So we can uh, <laughs> start rolling, rolling with it. a lot of different things. Um, that 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 we can like I said we can bring to the table uh an interesting conversation of course um Najee Harris uh revealing that uh he actually left the team for a couple weeks prior to the national championship season uh you have to assume it was uh summertime midsummer post spring somewhere in that range um most likely somewhere in that range. Um, but he was gone for a couple of weeks. And, you know, I just wondering um, what your thoughts were on that. But uh, I think Mason actually has audio of that clip. And while that clip's playing, I want you to answer a question because I've read a couple different pieces on it and heard some of the audio. Um, I'd like to know what your thoughts are on Najee. More respect, less respect, didn't matter. Uh, confirm some things you had heard, et cetera. So we're going to have um, uh, that audio by Najee Harris talking about his relationship with Nick Saban and how he felt belittled. Yeah, people didn't know that. I left school for like two weeks, and then Saban sat me in his office, man. He's like, and, you know, I ain't trying to say, but he, we, we, we exchanged words, and then, like, you know, from that point on, he understood, like, how, what type of player I was. You know what I mean? Like, he took his time out the day, really, to understand who I am. You know what I mean? And ever since that day, man, we was rock solid, man. Right. You know what I mean? Like, other people going to lie about the relationships. Like, oh, yeah, we clicked right on. Like, nah, bro, it was not like that with me and Co-Saving. Grown man conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like, bro, like, I'm a man. Like, you a man. Like, bro, like, I'm either going to, like, take it this way or not. So I took it this way. And I guess, like, he wasn't used to that way. You know what I mean? So, and I'm like, man, I'm not trying to disrespect you. I'm just telling you, like, as a man, like, one-on-one, bro, like, you're not going to do that. Is that why you said Coach Saban and Coach Tomlin two have people. zero in common? Zero. No, yeah, two different people. Mike T actually sat down and, like, get to know the players in a way. You know what I mean? You know, Coach Saban, and I'm, and it's nothing bad. It's just that's just how he is. You know what I mean? Like, I'm my way. You act your way. It's just that's how he acts. Hold up. All right, guys, I get your thoughts. I give you mine <laughs> in a moment. X, <laughs> you're up first. I'm not. 100% surprised by what he said, but I don't think it's anything necessarily negative on Coach Saban's part or Najee's. Uh, you know, we've all heard the rumors of how not only him, but two were thinking about leaving before the national championship game in 2017. And if that game goes differently, if Jalen Hurts comes out and wins that game, dominates that game, there's probably a chance Tua and Najee leave because you don't see that switch at halftime and you don't see the freshmen and including Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs and those and Devontae Smith and those guys come in and 
perform well, there's a chance that that changes the course of Alabama's program for the following years. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Najee, Najee felt a certain way. He felt and, – and he did what he thought was best. And this is interesting that this happened going into his senior year. And he took some time away. Coach Saban came back and talked to him. They had a, a grown man conversation, and they were able to work things out, and it was to the benefit of both of them. You're talking about Najee winning the dope walker, breaking several records that year, leaving as an, a national champion. And Coach Saban was able to win championship number seven, giving him the most all time, and it benefited both people at the end of the day. Yep. Uh, Mason? I mean, I think I agree. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think I agree with most of what you and X are saying there, or most, most of what X is saying there. I think, uh, you know, seeing the headlines and things from this uh, this story, it's kind of already getting blown out of proportion a bit, I think, with the, what Najee actually said, where, you know, he, he didn't never never said anything really negative about Coach Saban. He just kind of told it like it was. He said they, they butted heads for a while, but they got together eventually, and they worked it out. So, um, you know, I think this is a great story. I think it kind of gives you a little insight into how things are run in the Alabama program specifically. You know, it's not all sunshine and rainbows for the team. You get to you get to see a little bit of the a uh, little bit of behind the scenes. Uh, and now I'm going to play devil's advocate, and some of this is my thoughts as well. What's the difference between Najee Harris and Ajay Hall? Oh my. Uh... <laughs> Najee I mean, was I mean, when you look at this conversation, let, let, let's be real now. Najee Harris said that he ain't going to talk to me this way. He wasn't used to people talking back to him and being and, – and then he, he said, let me tell you something. <laughs> uh, first of all, I, I look at little words. He called him little man. He called uh, Coach Mike T. And I, I get it. Hey, it's a different generation. But I think that there's barriers in the way you approach people that shows a level of respect. And a lot of times you give respect to get respect. And that's from both ways. That's from adults to kids and kids to, to adults. Um, I think that Najee Harris, um, in, in some ways, guys, from what he's, from his words, not me putting anything in his mouth, he talked about how they butted head. He said he felt belittled. He felt belittled because of the way Coach Saban coaches, right? Would y'all agree with that? Yeah. Do you do you think he coached Najee any different than he did anybody else? Probably not. Okay, so but Najee himself said he talked back and went back at Saban. Do you think these other guys, um, when they went back at Saban, that's why some of them aren't on the team? I'm just asking the question, guys, because sometimes, guys, we, 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 we have to be real, okay? Did Najee get more leeway than other guys? Uh, probably. Uh, I mean, some guys so, definitely get more leeway than others. Um, huh? I definitely think some guys get more leeway than other guys do. Uh, it, but it, at that point in time, Najee – a degree had proven themselves, and so maybe that's why Saban was a little bit more forgiving. But but here here's my point. Najee made it sound like from 
from the start, that's the way he was. He said he didn't understand who I was, not who I became. He didn't understand who I was. When you read that, when you hear that conversation, it sounded like from day one, Saban, when Saban got on to him, he responded. That's, I mean, when I'm reading it, I'm just, like I said, I don't know anything and, and all of that. And then you hear about him threatening to leave and, 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 and like, like Najee had to earn me becoming a Najee fan. And that, Najee could care less whether I'm a fan of his or not, but I had a hard time early in Najee's career because of the way things went down his freshman year. Um, and you go back and watch that national championship game. Najee did well in that national championship game, but Najee played in that national championship game because Najee had threatened to leave. Okay. Let's be real. And so, um, guys, but we dogged the other guys who didn't get that same opportunity in how they behaved. And I, I'm just, I'm just, his story ended up differently, but how differently was his behavior and attitude than some of the guys who have left Alabama and transferred from Alabama that had the same attitude Najee had? Talked back to the coach, felt belittled, felt disrespected, wanted to play more, didn't get to play more, so they left. Are we literally one drop pass from Najee and Tua being viewed differently by the Alabama fans. Cause I know, I know everybody forgets this. There was one pass that, that, uh, early in that, in that, in that first half, Jalen threw the ball to Calvin Ridley and the Georgia guy undercut Calvin. And it was a perfect throw. It should have been a, probably a defensive pass interference, but Calvin checked up and stopped running. And if he had kept running, it would have hit him right in the hands and, 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 and we forget that that game, it was what, six to three or something right before Georgia scored before the half? So if it's six three going into halftime, there is no Tua in the second half. There may not be a Najee. So you see how close things are? And that's all I'm pointing out is how close things can come to being that we have a totally different opinion of people and, and, and how they do things. But this, this, one of my big things, guys, I don't, I don't think I've ever called Coach Stalin by his first name, uh, only without putting coach in front of it. And these young kids today, that's, you know, different things on there. So yeah, we'll, we'll get the break here. I think we got some people wanting to get in on the conversation. Uh, uh, and, uh, Curtis Lewis said, Najee should stop talking. Uh, so hey, listen, we, you know, uh, it, it's some different opinions. I think Najee Harris ended up leaving here on a great note and all that. I just wanted to point out how the the, the thin line between fan favorite <laughs> and not loved and, and even maybe thought very negatively of, maybe even hated by some of the fans. We'll pick up that conversation. We got some callers. Remember, we've taken the worst take of the week as a new segment, and we also end the day with Scotty Holland's Christian Moment of the Week right here on the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier. Tide 100.9 Traffic. 
From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks and traffic pretty quiet. Now we are starting to see rain move through Mississippi. It'll enter Alabama in the next hour or two. You can expect rain during your morning drive. Please slow down and be careful. If it's time for a new vehicle, it's time for Towns and Nissan. They're your hometown dealer, home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partially sunny today. Scattered showers and storms are possible, especially this afternoon and early tonight. The high today, 88. The low tonight, 68. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds with a few scattered showers and storms possible. The high, 87. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 74 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17-plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. All right, welcome back into the Martin Houston Show on uh, Tide 100.9. The Alabama One hotline is hot right now. We got uh, several calls there. So, X, Mason, I'll give you guys a quick chance to respond uh, before we get to Robert on the Alabama One hotline. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's a new generation. Um, even 10, 12 years ago when I was playing, I you don't call coaches by their first name, but uh, it, it is different today, and it's just the way the game has evolved and evolved, and the relationships tend to be a little different, especially at the NFL level. Uh, you see a lot more guys calling coaches by their first name than you know, Coach Tomlin or Coach whoever, uh, but. But Najee says they're different personalities, and that's what we've tended to see. You know, just to speak on Mike Tomlin as a whole, you think about what Antonio Brown has done since he left Pittsburgh and the the craziness of all of that, and you see how Mike Tomlin was able to keep him in check. And so maybe it's just one of those things when you look at it, look at the bigger picture of it. Yeah, and it, and then I look at he called him little man. If you read the whole article when he was talking about Saban, it's just, I mean, you know, I, I get the relationship thing, guys, but respect is respect, man. And 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 I don't know that he's disrespecting him. I just, it just doesn't come across great for me, uh, knowing some of the stuff I know from the inside. Uh, Mason, your thoughts before we get to Robert. I think I pretty much agree with what X said. You know, it's just kind of that's how players are now. I think it, the days of, you know, I think it's a bit of a give-and-take relationship now between a coach and player, a lot more so than, than it used to be. You know, players nowadays, it's it's you can't just yell at guys now. You know, players uh, players have a lot more respect for themselves. They're not just going to take that kind of stuff anymore. And, that, and, that's, and that's where you guys are so wrong. And it wasn't – it wasn't – y'all think the coaches just yelled at us. Man, the guy who taught me the most about life and the man I am today 
was Coach Stallings. And so there's this impression that the old coaches just yelled at coaches. You go back and listen to how the coach, the players who played for Coach Brian and Coach Stallings talk about those guys. They got in your stuff, but there was a line that you didn't cross as a player when it came to respect. So I, I, I want to make sure that you guys don't hear me saying that, 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 that it, it's not a matter of whether you, you, you coach or not coach or yell or not yell. It's a matter of, of if, if there's respect there. And there were guys who didn't respect coaches back in the day that didn't say anything. And there was guys who respected coaches who said things. And the same thing happens today. I, I, the, the biggest thing I was talking about is, is not just the coach relationship, but about how we as fans view Najee Harris and how we view guys who ended up leaving and not coming back. Did Najee Harris come back because Saban went after him and, 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 and he didn't go after the Ajay Halls and the Anomas and all of those guys? You get what I'm saying? It, it, it's, it's like, like, was Najee just as disrespectful and anti-Alabama culture as those guys? He just had more to the table and we couldn't afford to lose him. So this this isn't I'm I'm I, I I'm not trying to make a a complete decree a decree or a declaration on Najee. Uh, this was about Saban as well. Is how different we view Najee, but how different we we have viewed Najee if Saban hadn't gone after him. That makes sense, guys. It does. Uh, yeah. So let's let, let's get to to Robert. Robert, you're on the phone uh, on the Alabama One Hotline with Martin and Xavier. What's on your mind, sir? Hey man, it's uh, been a while. My schedule has changed, so I don't get to get up. I have to get up as quite as early as I used to. So, yeah. <laughs> so you're showing a little early now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, but like you said, though, like, but you and I are so close to the same age. Um, it, when I heard the audio, it wasn't as bad as the uh, you know the, as the reading the words make it seem. But it's more tongue in cheek and more playful. But uh, but you say you know stuff you know behind the scenes that you know, I don't I don't know so, you know if, if, if you ever have that context that you have you might think a little different about it but I understand your broader point and uh, uh, you know the times have changed unfortunately because it it goes to the, the respect factor in general for elders that has declined a lot over over the, over time and it's not a good thing it's you know it's I'd rather go back to the days when he was yesterday and no sir. If anyone that was older, that was uh, significantly older than you. And this, uh, you know, being people's friends and players' friends and whatnot, it leads to a big disrespect factor that, not, not just for Najee, Najee may not have been disrespectful at all, but in general, society in general. I kind of remind, remember the, uh, the incident, in, I think it was Paul, I can't remember, where the older guy, so they got significantly older, Pulled up his car and a bunch of teenagers was in another car with playing loud music. The guy asked him to turn it down. You know, at first it did, then they refused to, and then the uh, and then it resulted in the shootout. And I kept thinking, you know, that wouldn't have been me. If I was a teenager, that wouldn't have been me. And there's no way I'm arguing with an elder person, an elder person about my music being loud. One thing I would have turned it down the instant we saw them. We would have turned it down just right. out of respect. And therein lies the problem of. You know, this it's part of, a lot of parents' faults too, trying to be kids' friends and or, or older people trying to be friend, their friends. 
rather than what you are. You're supposed to be setting the tone. And yeah. you, you get never yeah. a great relationship. I would tell me, you don't want me to be your friend. You want me yeah. to be your father. So I'm your friend. Well, then when I need a pair of shoes and you need a pair of shoes, uh, we're just friends. I'm going to buy you a pair of shoes before I get my shoes. But if I'm your father, I do that. <laughs> yeah. Which one would you like to be? Would you be, I'll be your friend or be your father? They learn real yeah, and, quick. Oh, and I Robert, think I read out uh, <laughs> Yeah, and, and I, I agree. I mean, it, it is different in generation. Uh, but... Um, uh, and, and I think you could probably see, uh, based on, uh, what age people call kind of the thought process. And I, I, I actually have three more calls I got to get to, but you okay. and, uh, you, you're nailing it. It's, it's, it's relationship and it's not the coach. This didn't happen with Najee and coach Saban. This happened with Najee and, and parenting and every other kid in parenting, uh, in terms of how they, how they do things and, uh, so uh appreciate man man hopefully you'll be able to get back with us a little bit more as we move uh into the football season but uh good luck man thank you sir All right dude catch you later All right uh before we bring Pat in uh Curtis Lewis says kids are like this because of poor parenting uh and uh, Curtis Moore saying uh I know folks would disagree but with me on this but uh that's just me and that is I personally don't think a coach should be called by their first name uh, hey, listen, this is a lot of thoughts on that. Let's get to Pat. Pat, you're in with the Mark Deasy Show. What's on your mind, sir? Martin, before anybody, I want to encourage the audience, before anybody makes any rash judgments on Najee Harris, that they listen to the entire audio on that. The audio is a whole lot better than the read. And I just want to encourage people to do that. And, uh, our Renanji was a product of his environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my opinion. Uh, but is, is, hey, hold on, hold on now. Isn't it every kid that comes here? No, not 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 not, not nothing like what poor Renanji had to go through. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean, Renanji's not not every every kid that comes here is a product of their uh, environment, Pat? Yeah, if but not, comes not here, I, I came here, Pat. Pat, I re, I responded yeah. and respected Coach Stallings uh, out of how I had been raised. Yes, sir, absolutely. Najee came from a tough environment. He he had homelessness. Tough, he went back and forth, and he had to move and and all of that. That that so so yeah, he was a product of his environment, and he had to be hard on the streets, and he had to be all of those things. I I get that. Man, well, that's what you're talking you about. Hey, you had it. You had it. I, I, I don't. I don't know uh, your your environment, but you had Mama and Daddy both that were uh, uh, raising you, Martin. And uh, whereas this young man was out in a, in uh, California in an area where his uh, close friends were being shot left and right, and his mama. Knew that he she wanted his butt out of California, anywhere other than California, and oh, Najee just didn't realize that Alabama was a whole lot better place for him to be than California. He was going back and forth home almost after every ball game uh, to visit his friends. That uh, he had no business. He needed he first thing he needed to do the same thing uh, as a. my son is an NFL agent. It encourages 
people, when they first get these big contracts, change your circle of friends. Your friends are your acquaintances. Most most everybody, and you can preach this sermon at, at church, is that most of your friends, you can count them on one hand. True friends that will do anything for you. You can count hey, them on Pat, one hand. There's a scripture, bad, bad company corrupts good character. So, so yeah, that, that's all true. But here's the thing. I, my, but my point behind this, guys, this was not as much a, a, a dictate on Najee himself because Najee was, as, as you said, Pat, an, a, 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 a project of his environment or whatever, or a product of his environment, I should say. However, my point behind this may be as much about how we view Najee Harris, but is Najee Harris, what was a Jai Hall, a Noma, uh, uh, what was it, the other one? Um, oh, God, the kid from um, New Jersey, the, uh, Alfano. Alfano, uh, yeah. Uh, Alfano, uh, Alfano was, was, was a Jaya Hall. Was a Jaya Hall, um, you know, um, you know, um, was, was, were these guys any different in their attitude and their behavior than Najee? A Jaya Hall is who he is because of the way he has been allowed to be his entire life, Pat. And my yep. point behind this is, is a Jaya Hall was upset all fall because he wasn't playing. Mm-hmm. And going into the national you. championship, so was Najee Harris. Najee Harris, it was out. I had heard it numerous times. Najee Harris is going to leave Alabama if he doesn't play. Him and Tua Tonga Valor both put a, a a supposedly put a ult, ultimatum on if we don't play, we're transferring. Okay? Yeah. And they played. Now Tua didn't play until the second half. And 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 we 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 say he played in the second half because Jalen played bad in the first half, okay? But the reality of it is we were only down 10 points. Will we have come back? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But I'm not sure that Tua wasn't going to play at some point in that game anyway because Najee Harris began to play, and the running backs were doing fine, okay? Mm-hmm. So, so, but my point behind that is not about Najee's attitude, and, 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 and it has turned into respect, disrespect. I'm saying – as fans, Pat, you view Najee Harris one way because of the way things turned out. But was he any different than a Jai Hall? And is he did his story end differently at Alabama? Because when Najee, he- Najee Harris left campus uh, after having had words and exchanges and, and all of that stuff with Nick Saban, that Nick Saban went after him. Yeah, well... What I understood about Najee was during the Black Lives Matter march that Najee helped bring the team together and that he understood that Coach Saban, he developed a, a total new respect for Coach Saban from that point forward. And uh, I, I've got uh, nothing but positive things. Uh, about Najee, because uh, like I said, his mama understood Alabama was where he needed to be. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, just just listen to all of that audio. And uh, Pat, that, you're and not hearing what I'm saying, saying, Pat. I got you. Answer this question: you. Is not yeah. is was a Jai Hall attitude 
any worse than, than, than Najee Harris. You're telling me to give Najee Harris the benefit of the doubt, go listen to all the audio. I heard and saw audio on Najee Harris for four years. I only got one fall with a Jai Hall. And, and, and I haven't heard any grace being given to Jai Hall and his attitude. Well, when he went to Texas, he's in trouble again is all I got to say about so, that. But Najee Harris could have left and went to Texas and got in trouble. Saban went after Najee Harris. Saban accompany, uh, 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 accommodated oh, Najee Harris. What if that's the case? What if he accommodated hmm. Najee and not Ajaya? I'm not saying he did. I'm just asking you the question yeah. how different things can turn out, Pat, when yep, there's such right. a thin line, you're Pat. Right. You're, you're right, Martin. Line. That's why we shouldn't give up on anybody. Baby. There we go. There we go, Pat. There we go. All yeah. right, man. Have a good yeah. one. Hey, guys. Thank, thanks for being on, uh, Pat. Uh, come back on the other side. we got a couple other guys on hold. We'll get to them coming out of the break. Uh, X, Mason, uh, anytime y'all want to chime in, make sure you jump in on the conversation. Hey, you listen to the Martin Houston show, uh, with Martin and Xavier. Uh, hey, it's a wild card Wednesday. We had several topics, but it seems like the Najee Harris, uh, conversation has kind of taken over and we'll keep running with it. One more segment of that conversation or whatever you want to bring to the table. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Three former Alabama football players have made the NFL's Top 100 list, which ranks the top players in the league in 2022. Jonathan Allen made the list at number 88, Mac Jones made the list at number 85, and Jalen Waddell made the list at number 63. Alabama football ranked number one in the AP preseason poll. Alabama quarterback and current Heisman winner Bryce Young has inked a new NIL deal with Dollar Shave Club. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. Run it again! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. That traffic pretty quiet. Now, we are starting to see rain move through Mississippi. It'll enter Alabama in the next hour or two. You can expect rain during your morning drive. Please slow down and be careful. If it's time for a new vehicle, it's time for Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer, home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Scotland Boulevard right next door to Alabama 1, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization 
your school, your church, your family? Are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com as peptalks35.com or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Into Tide 100.9 for more of the Martin Houston Show with Martin Houston and X's and O's Sports Savior Houston. Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9. Hey, remember, guys, I want to remind you to go check out Alabama One, alabama1.org. You can also check out Alabama One Aspire Foundation at Alabama. Uh, onefoundation.org. Uh, man, there's so much happening uh, around Alabama One, uh, and we're glad to be a part of the communities that we serve. And right now, we'd like to serve you up with an awesome offer that gets you a low interest rate as low as 1.99 or gets you a payment as low as possible on your used vehicles up to 84 months and on your new vehicle up to 96 months. Go check out alabamaone.org. Find out all the information there. And while you're there, also click on the insurance banner and get a quote there. All right. Hey, uh, guys, uh, everyone listening, as you come on, I'm going to have to give you about a minute, minute and a half. I'm sorry, uh, but we got about four people waiting. Uh, so we're, but we're going to get to those fi- uh, phone lines. Chuck, you're in with the Martin Houston show on uh, Tide 100.9. Uh, you got about a minute or so, Chuck. What's on your mind, sir? Uh, just, just chiming in what you were just talking about with uh, Najee yeah. Harrison, uh, Coach Saban. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I look at it, Coach Saban's having to deal with the generations. Uh, think about back when he was coaching, the people who were coaching during that time. Uh, you have you had your Woody Hayes at Ohio State, Frank Cush at Arizona State, and uh, Bear Bryant at Alabama and when he was a young coach. And, and he, he's been through the generations and, and, seen, and he's seen the changes in personalities. And, and I'm looking at him, he he, you know, he's still here at the old school way, but the, the thing about it, he's he knowing he's dealing with a different generation. They said he, he talked about it, so he's mellowed a little bit from what he was, but you know, he's still he's still he's still stern. Yeah, you should, we may have lost Chuck. Hey, but listen, that 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 guy's ex and Mason, y'all can say yes or no real quick. That may be Saban's biggest uh, accomplishment uh, as a coach. That he does he has evolved with the generations while yet remaining very disciplined and stern. And in a lot of ways, he's a lot like Belichick guys in the pros can be all over the place. And then they come to the Patriots and they are disciplined or they leave the Patriots and they become a problem. Uh, so uh, that may be Saban's biggest asset. Yeah. Yes. But like I just said, Antonio Brown problem in new England perfectly fine in Pittsburgh. So, but yeah, you're going to always have one or two, but, but Antonio Brown's probably, I think he went off the rocker and something happened there. I I mean, I, I, I know a lot of guys may use mental stuff, but I think something happened mentally with, with Antonio Brown. 
um, at, at some point. But uh, Antonio Brown is an outlier when you look at the, I call it the New England experiment. All other guys, for the most part, they come in and they buy into the culture. And they buy into the culture because the players hold them accountable. Uh, and it's, but Belichick, Saban both create that culture, uh, in my opinion. Uh, all right. Up next, we got George. George, thanks for holding. Uh, you're in with the Martin Hughes show with Martin and Xavier on the Alabama One Hotline. What's on your mind, sir? Hey, Martin, I got two comments. I was, you know, I had another comment, but since we've gotten into this conversation with Najee, I think when you're in a leadership um, position like any coach is in, you got to feel how much rope can I give that person, and that mm-hmm. person that you're trying to reach has got to figure out how much rope you're going to let him take. And in this instance, uh, Najee, um, Coach Saban gave me enough rope, and, and, and Najee took enough rope where he felt like he could reach him. Whereas Najee, you know, I don't know, but those backgrounds are pretty rough. And so Coach Saban probably thought, well, I'll give him all this rope. Now I'm not going to give him so much rope it starts affecting the team. And I think that's what you got to look at and measure it by because it, you, you, I think and I know that Coach Saban really cares about the players but he also cares about the other players that are on the team. And if you yep. give so much rope that it starts affecting the team. Now, yesterday we were into the Eli Ricks situation, and I was getting this feeling that, you know, everybody wants Eli Ricks to um, be first stream because he does have a tremendous amount of talent. But the people that are ahead of him right now have a tremendous amount of talent. <laughs> it's not like you got a Cadillac versus a 56 Chevy. You know what I'm saying? You got one Cadillac versus another Cadillac. And I just wanted to make that comment. Enjoy the show. And I know, have I I taken my minute and a half yet? Uh, You can make that third comment real quick. Go ahead. Well, no, I mean, I only had two. um, But I just wanted to see what your comments are about what I had to say. I, I agree with you. Coach Saban, that's what I was saying earlier. Coach Saban has done a great job managing the process, uh, managing his culture, and managing his players. I'm not saying Saban did anything wrong with any of these players. I'm telling us as fans, our view of guys may be peppered uh, by by how Saban ended up handling the situations. And 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 had he had Saban not been the type of guy he is and went after Najee, our opinion of Najee may be totally different today. Because that's what Najee said. He came after him and brought him back into his office, sat down. And then he said, every day Saban worked to understand him. Bam. And that's what I'm saying. Saban worked to understand him. Now, the question we have to ask, uh, as I let you go, is why did he work to understand him? Did he work to understand the other guys as much as he did Najee? Maybe, maybe not. All right, thanks, George. Great comments. Let's bring in Alan. Alan, you're in with the Martin Houston Show. Martin, and today, what's on your mind, sir? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, well, you know, as far as being a part of your own environment, I don't believe that because uh, as far as having two parents in the house, I had two parents in the house. I've, I'm the only child, and I've got a master's degree, in, in a, and I got a master's, and I got a business and a business degree, uh, associate's degree, but I got in trouble, not because of something that they did or my parents, it's because of what Stacy did, not what somebody else did. So, you know, as far, you know, as, far as where you coming from and stuff like that. The bottom line is, you know, right from wrong, and that's just that's just it. And I had to learn it the hard way. Uh, now, as far as uh, Mr. Harris goes, Najee Harris goes, 
and uh, and, and Tui, I believe Coach Stamen looked out there and said, hey, wait a minute. Next year, we're going to need Najee. Next year, we're going to need Tui. So I better, you know, I better do what I got to do and, and keep these guys on the team, at least keep them halfway happy. Because mm-hmm. during the first game, because during that first game when – when uh, it was said when uh, Alabama played Clemson that uh, that Jalen was on a short, short lease from there, but he's having to have a heck of a game, and they kept him in. And as far yep. as Najee Harris goes, it just happened to be it, everything worked out, and um, he just happened he happened to stay. And Coach Saban says, "Well, you know, with other guys that left, he said, well, we got the transfer portal now. I can go out and get more guys, but I better keep Najee Harris around because my running backs I'm looking at now are not half as good as this guy is <laughs> right now." So it's a. I mean, he did a, a good coaching right. job. Go ahead, Eric. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that about the running backs because you think going into the next year, you still had Damian Harris, you still had Josh Jacobs, you had Brian Robinson, and you had the guys that they were going to. Re- and Jerome Ford was coming in, and you look, all four of those guys are now NFL running backs. Now, could they do necessarily everything that Najee could do? Maybe not. But Alabama's also been known to have a stable of running backs and use all of them in certain situations. There was something about Najee that Coach Saban saw. And even with the attitude or the problems, I think it was more than football is why he, he went after Najee. It was more than that for him. Hey, so Yeah, and I, I'll say this because we got one more call before we have to get out of here. X, you're, you're, you're hitting it. It's just like the David Palmer situation with Coach Stallings. Um, Coach Stallings actually got slammed in the media when he let David Palmer come back. But you <clears throat> you know who made the decision for David Palmer to come back? The seniors. The seniors. The seniors. We got the – Coach Stallings said, guys, he's gotten in trouble a couple times. Uh, what do you all think? And, uh, and so uh, it was, guys, we have got – if we don't do something to help him – he, his life, not his football career, his life is going to uh, maybe go off the rails. So we as a senior leadership council made the decision that uh, Palmer should come back. And I think a lot of that was Najee. Where was Najee going to go? His mom, uh, when Najee came here, his mom had been homeless back and forth. So uh, we got to get to Big Ben. Uh, Big Ben, first time caller into the Martin Houston show with Martin and Xavier. What's on your mind, sir? Big Ben, you still there? Is Looks Big like we ben may have there? lost him. Huh? Looks like we may have lost Big Ben. Oh, man. Big Ben, call back. Sorry, trying to work everybody in this morning. Uh, been a great caller show uh, this morning. And uh, we, we, we may have to pick up this conversation. And, 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 and X and, and, and Mason, please, really quick. Did y'all guys understand my point? Not, not, I'm not, it really got off the rail on disrespect but and that's part of it but it was as much about how Nick Saban manages his team and how he managed this Najee situation would we feel differently about some of the guys who left if it had been managed differently or vice versa would we feel different about Najee so I, I think we would feel different about Najee because of the way he left yeah you know, I, I saw an interview with uh Blake Brockemeyer I, the Brockemeyer twins uh, dad and Coach Reed um, on 247, and they talked about the guys that have left Alabama and made an impact versus the guys gotcha. that have left and have become lost in time, speaking about Eboy and Oma. And there's really been two guys. You have 
uh, Alvin Kamara and Jalen Hurts that have left and been successful elsewhere and made it to the NFL, while a lot of other guys just kind of fall to the wayside. And yeah. I don't, like I said, I don't know exactly what it was, but it, to me, Coach Saban saw something off the field with Najee that he wanted to protect him from. And, and I think it was the, the environment that Najee went back to, and he understood that. And Nick Saban's ability to connect with players, even though they're not his kids, comes from his ability to connect even with his own adopted children. And I think that relationship is real for Nick Saban. He looks at these players as his kids. Um, and, 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 and that might be – X, I got to, we got to get to it. We'll, go ahead, quick, 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 quick. No, and that might be what it was for Najee. Najee didn't have a father figure growing up. And all of a sudden, coming to Alabama was the first time he had that father figure check. I, I can say it wouldn't have been a, it wouldn't have been any different because I had you, but Najee didn't have that growing up. And so that might have been the biggest conflict. Hey, I'm and I'm gonna let Scotty know, man. We're we're just gonna go straight through uh Mason. Uh I'll let you respond. I'm gonna let Scotty know that we're gonna have to uh, we'll have him back on tomorrow. Uh, just I, I need to finish the conversation because of what what it is. Uh, go ahead, uh, Mason, and your thoughts on on saving. Yeah, I think uh, I think when you kind of compare the two, you know, you you brought up a Jai Hall. I think that's a, an interesting player to bring up because I think when you look at the two situations, yes, there is are some similarities between the two. You know, obviously both players had an issue with the way Nick Saban kind of handled their playing time, kind of handled the or they had an issue with the way they were being treated within the program. You know, but I think it's a, it's also a different situation because Najee was going into his senior year when he left the team. He had at that point already at least somewhat proven his abilities. You know, uh, Ajay was – we didn't really know what Ajay, what we had in Ajay last year. We thought we had a good receiver. We all felt pretty high, felt pretty good about it, but nobody really knew what we had there. So I think it's I – th- I just think it's a little bit of a different situation. I think that is probably – Mason, let me ask you this question, though. But, but what if I told you I heard as, as much negative um, about um, Najee – in his freshman year, um, as um, I heard, we heard about a job. I mean, was Najee ever suspended though? Like, uh, if he was Najee ever suspended? Um, I think a lot of it was. You know, a guy was suspended. A guy situation, I think, was worse. But 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 but, but you're not. You you. But what I'm saying is, was it because Saban treated Najee differently? I'm telling you. There was there was dissension and in, in, in people picking sides on that team because of Jalen and Tua and their comments and their attitude. I, 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 I'm, I, I'm just I'm not saying I'm saying this is what I I wasn't there I wasn't in there, but what I'm t- saying is that's what some of the stuff I would hear. And I never reported it during the, during, I never said it on the air, the specifics or anything. And I've said more about that today, probably, Mason, because I don't want, I try not to paint these guys into a behavior or a corner early in their career so that, so that like a, a, a Najee, the only reason we're having this conversation is because Najee's gone and, and, and we're looking back. If that makes sense. But but if I had came on here and told you a couple of the things that I heard Najee and Tua saying, threatening um, uh, that, hey, if I don't play, man, I'm out of here. 
uh, you know, I'm better than this guy, and, and which people say it all the time, right? That's not new. I'm just saying that that had that been the case, would we have felt differently if if something had happened differently? Agile Hall. Here, here's here's another thing I'd ask both of you guys. Think about this, Mason uh, X. Agile Hall's. Uh, it appears that their his parent, at least his dad. I don't know if he has a mom in the picture or not. It appears that like they were supporting him. Najee Harris's mom was doing what? Boy, you better get your butt back out there. You better get back. You better pay attention to that coach. You see what I'm saying? Like, like I don't think he found. I don't think Najee found support for his mom because his his strength strength and conditioning coach used to tell him you need to get back to Alabama. So even though Najee came from a much worse situation potentially, his mom wanted to get him out of that situation. His conditioning coach that he worked at would make him come back because he he went home I think his first summer and almost didn't come back. So, uh, but when Ajay did this, what did his dad do? He enabled him, right? Yeah. He made it sound like he was right. So yeah, Mason, his situation at the point he left was far worse um, than than what you call it. And I'm not saying it would have been any different if Saban had gone after him. Um, I'm I'm. All I'm trying to point out is, does the management of it make a difference? And why is the management different? Guys, I'll give you your closing thoughts. Been a good conversation this morning. Yeah, I mean, I I think it was, I think, you know what, that might be it. It might be that Najee's mom was telling him, hey, you might not like it now, but it'll benefit you later in life. And was pushing he, pushing Najee, so Coach Saban saw an opening, a way to be able to get in and and to build a relationship and help Najee progress. While as we just said, Ajay's dad is his biggest enabler, and yep. is the one saying, "Hey, you're not doing anything wrong." And the other aspect, is, even though Najee was going through all this, only people on the inside knew. Only people with close yep. connections knew. Whereas Ajay was going to social media and letting the whole world know what was going on. And that's what made his situation worse and made it to where Saban couldn't get in and make that difference and make that change. Mason, any closing thoughts? I mean, I think that kind of, you know, nailed it right there. I think you just kind of look at their specific situations. I think y'all got, I think I I pretty much agree with the way y'all kind of wrapped it up there. Yeah, it totally 100%. When 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 Najee was going through his things, guys, he had a mom and I think other adults uh, that Coach Saban could call, and they were not enabling Najee to to run from Coach Saban and and recognize that he needed that type of structure and strong male in his life. I think a John Hall's parents enabled, and I think if you look at all of these situations and circumstances. Not always. It's not always the parents, as Alan said. It's always about the choices you make. I Hey, my parents divorced when I was in the second grade. So when I hear people say, well, you divorced. My parents divorced in the second grade. Uh, let's hold everybody accountable uh, and treat everybody according to the situation and what it demands. That's what Saban did with Najee. That's what he did with all of the kids. And sometimes it worked out. Sometimes it didn't. But overall... I think you have to stick with the process, and Nick Saban's done that. And because of that, Najee Harris left here as the all-time leading rusher 
and touchdown getter at the running back position. Hey, great conversation. We'll bring Scotty Hollins back on tomorrow, along with recruiting and much more right on the Martin Houston show. Remember this, trust in the Lord always. Lean not your own understanding. All your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. Roll Tide out there, everybody. Thanks for all the chatters, listeners, viewers, and participants in this morning's show. Great show, guys. On the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Wednesday morning, where UA kicks off the home football season against Utah State on September the 3rd. Fans will be able to purchase beer and wine at Brian Denny. During a public hearing preceding the council's 4 2 vote for a UA liquor license, it was announced that beer and wine would only be available on the concourses of the stadium and not sold throughout the seating areas. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's absolutely free. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa.